Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. This is Commissioner Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin, the confident Bernier. Let's go. I, and, you know, I like the nickname today because I'm pretty confident in mm-hmm. some of the upcoming pod picks, Nick. Oh, you're confident in your pod picks. I was more thinking you're confident in your team this week in week three, considering you have uh, the largest projection right now. Do I? And uh, yeah, your team looks pretty darn good moving into well, thank about you. week three. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? T- two forms of confidence there. Yeah. Appreciate I mean, it's all, I like to, I like for it to be fitting in many ways, multi faceted, if you will, nickname. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll get into it, but I'm a little nervous about my opponent. Mm. Actually, that, never, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Huh. Well, do you want to, do you want to jump right into that matchup? Yeah, let's let's rock it. So okay. me versus you, you lead it. Okay, all right. We got Collins. Obviously, very excited about this one. Samuel <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Collins team, versus Bikini Bottom Bias. Uh, it's a big matchup. It is by far the projected to have the most points this week, um, and it's a heavy hitting matchup for sure. Collins projected one fifty two. The Ballas are projected one forty eight. Point five. Yeah. So very close projections and very high projections for both teams. The two, I would I, say, I think that's the I two mean, highest in the league this week. I'm obviously going to pick myself here, Nick. And I'm picking the bias. Here you we would. go, bias. Yeah. yeah you Typically, what I would not. What do you like about them? Well, who's their winner? Um, who's their winner? Let's see here. Uh, Justin Herbert's playing in Minnesota. Uh, this week and it's going to be an offensive shootout between the chargers and the vikings so he could put up big points travis Etienne is facing houston this week and he's just going to get all of the work there i'm not so confident about jamar chase debo samuel is going to get a lot of work this week because brandon Ayuk is hurt no no terry mclaurin uh, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot buffalo it's going to be you know, big shootout there. And a 49ers defense against the, the Giants is just, that's a gimme. So I'm pretty confident. I mean, he's got some okay, good pieces fire. there. If you go ahead and look down in my flex spot, there's this guy named Jerome. Down Jerome there, Ford. I know. Okay. Let's move on well, to the next matchup. Yeah, that's all we, sure. Yeah. Let's, I, just wanna, I won't even Focus put names there. to it. I'll just say this. Colin's got two guys projected 23 points. Two guys projected nine, 19 points. And then bes- everyone else is projected 13 or 14 points besides this kicker. Well, projections only mean so much, Nick. I'm one and one. Yeah, but you, you don't want to have the low projections, you know? Yeah. You'd, I'd rather be projected high than low. So it's pretty impressive. I mean, you got a bunch of really good pieces. Tyreek Hill is not hurt. I don't know what that question was for. It said ankle, but Hmm. it's gone. I think George Pickens is a nice match against Vegas. We like rest days. Yeah, for sure. Especially for a veteran like Tyreek. Yep. I'm a little worried about Jerome Ford against Tennessee. They got a good rush defense, but obviously he's going to get the work. So it's all about the volume. But 
I mean, obviously your team is loaded. Get the Cowboys defense. They're averaging 34 points a game. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> that I is mean, crazy. That is so skewed. By the end of the season, they're going to have like... Well, sure. So... Uh, okay, so Colin, I picked, you picked yourself. And you picked uh, Corey and Tom. Okay, great. Anything else about this matchup? It's Corey's birthday week. I just am not, you know, I'm so the confidence. You're trying to, okay, sure. So you're saying like if you were to lose, it might just be a birthday gift to Corey. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the team is going to rally around him. Sure. You know, oh, thirty. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they're projected one forty-eight. That's pretty good. I'd like to see that. So hopefully, this is a big shootout and it's a good matchup. Moving to the next one, we got Blake versus Mike. Bijan in 60 seconds is only projected 124 this week. Danger Zone Dixon has got a 149 and a half projection. That's pretty good. Damn. Yeah, Mike is looking good right now, this squad. Really? You want to pick this one first? Sure. Uh, well, it's – I was – I I – much prefer Mike's team in this one. He's benching Justin Fields, which I which is new since I made these picks, but I'm good with Geno Smith. I guess I'll I'll still roll with Mike. Blake's team's pretty beat up right now. Ah, you know it's kind of tough. <laughs> it's like I love picking against you, but I mean you can you can do I, it. I mean I'm almost positive I did not pick Mike the last two times, so. So you're picking with him. Yeah. And I think it's just better for us. I know it's it's nice for us to go head to head, but sometimes it's just better for us to pick, you know, what we really think. Yeah, because I just say like, this. Yeah, Blake's team, I mean, you're you're seeing a bunch of red. Well, you know, like just and to be fair, he's got Brandon Ayuk still in his starting lineup, and he just this afternoon was uh labeled out for the game tonight. Wait, is that game tonight? He does. He doesn't have him in there, does he? Blake with Brandon Ayuk, maybe. A, let me refresh. No, uh, yeah, he's got a. No. Oh. Yeah. So that projections, I think he's got his starters in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's different now. Um. Well, it's a little bit better for Blake, but I'm still gonna stick with Mike. One Blake's okay. got one thirty four projection now. That's tough for him. Uh, Ayuk, Aaron Jones, Justice Hill, all out for him. Pacheco's questionable. I don't know if Pacheco's going to play. DK Metcalf's questionable. That's tough. It's tough for Blake. His team slid uh, a lot from the first week. Yep. And I uh, I faced that full wrath. Week you one. did. Can you believe that? You got it while it was bad. Blake's, uh, what do they say? The He has what? Like the brightest stars burn, uh, you know, the fastest or something. You know uh, what yeah. I'm talking about? Uh, definitely. Whatever saying that is. The brightest. He His team was so good. It wasted uh, all of its good energy mm-hmm. and point scoring ability in week one. And now it's just burned out, you know. Is he an expiring star? Is that what you're saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He's going to go supernova. That's fired. Who's Blake's rival? It's a good question. It might be Mike. I'm sure uh, once Blake is facing me, he will. He's going to turn it back on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Blake's rival to answer your question is Ungi. Okay. That, That makes sense. Week five, rivalry week. It's going to be a good one. But oh, because we're not. Hmm? Okay, we're not there. Got... No, we're not there yet. I was just thinking there's been no, yeah, no rival games. Yet. No, nope, not yet. All right. So we got that one in the books. Let's move to the next one. Shuey versus Lucas. This one's also projected very close. Shuey's. Are projected 142.9 to Lucas's 138.6. Lucas is hanging in there. Tell you what. Actually, Luke looks pretty good. Uh, the, the only thing he needs to worry about is uh Joe Burrow. Joey Burrow. Yeah. The hell. Uh but didn't he pick someone up? He picked up, he's got Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield on his bench right now. Baker's pretty good. Oof, that's tough. I would not start Baker Mayfield. And I don't Cam- want to tell you who to start, but I would. Well, he's got Cam Akers down there. I'm, I'm interested to see what that move does. Yeah. I don't think he's relevant this week, but next week be interesting to see. But uh, I don't hate Lucas' right. squad. It's coming back healthy. I'll take Lucas this week. Okay, good. I was going to say I'm picking first, and I was going to pick Shoeys. Okay. I mean, they're just. I do not like picking look, against I mean, the look Shoeys. at the. They got Jalen Hurts. Come on. I know. But I think Lucas is due. He's due. He might his, be. His team actually does not look bad this week. So, Lucas, come on, buddy. Uh, let's see. I Raheem Mostert's due for a big week for Lucas. Travis Kelsey, come on. I mean, Travis Kelsey's due for a big one. Michael Travis Kelsey, the rumor is he's dating uh, Taylor Swift. You know, normally I really don't like those type of rumors, but I'm a huge Swiffer. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time Swiffer. I'm a big guy. Uh, yeah. my... I'm Have actually... You actually a real Swiffer. Those things are sweet. Swiffer wet jet. Yeah. So how do you think I clean my kitchen? Taylor Swift wet jet. Right. Um. Yeah. Lucas is a sleeping giant, in my opinion. The Shoeys, on the other hand, are an awake giant. They're awake. They're active. Jalen Hurts is going to dominate. Justin Jefferson is going to dominate. Maybe Madison can have a nice game before uh, Cam Akers really gets there into town. What you would think. This you one's actually hungry. Yeah. Right. He's got to prove some he's got shit. Something to, you're right. Something yeah. to prove. This is a big tight end matchup. We've got tight end one, Travis Kelsey versus tight end two, Mark Andrews. And Mark Andrews is a dog. Yeah. If he can stay healthy. Right. Man. All right. That's a good matchup. Should be a close one. The Shoeys are a force to be reckoned with right now. Okay. Um, let's do mine next because I don't want to save it for last. Okay. So I'm facing Ungi. But good old Fuddy. Uh Fuddy. Fud Wrecker. Toasted buns himself. <laughs> I'm gonna take myself. Colin. I'm um, looking at it. Uh, definitely mm. on you. Yeah, definitely on you. 
Okay. Yeah. The, yeah good if, thing. I had, if, if there was like one picnic that I'm super confident in, definitely. Sure. It's go. really good that you thought about that. I'm yeah. glad you checked. Yeah, let me take a quick peek here. Right. Let me look first to make yeah. an actual informed yeah. decision. Sure. Uh, Ungi is projected 131.3. I'm projected 143.1. That's a good projection. Mm, but I was just going to say projections don't mean fucking shit. Especially not for my squad. <laughs> so I uh, I have Josh Kelly starting again this week, and I'm going to regret it. I know I'm going to regret it. Um, I mean, he's projected pretty well. He's projected uh, 16 points. Right, but it's the same as his projection last time when he got five points. 5.2. Sure. But, uh, the, but the, thing, the thing about him is he got that volume. He had volume. That's true. He was getting it was a really, really bad matchup for them yep. last week. Maybe it'll be better this week. Who knows? My projection seems good, but uh don't buy it. I just can't I, I want no nah, I'm looking at I'm your team. Is this, is this your uh this is your starter like starting lineup right now, right? Uh okay. yeah. I would debate putting Damian Pierce in there at this Drake point. London. Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Dude, something I forgot to talk about yesterday. Speaking of Josh Reynolds. Amon Ross St. Brown has some sort of toe injury going on. Potentially turf toe. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I'm just saying right now, they got a high-powered offense there in Detroit. And if he can't go or he doesn't get the full volume that he's used to, Josh Reynolds has already been uh, sneakily good this year. He's like wide receiver 13 or 14 on the season so far. Okay. So we'll see what happens with him. Anyways, uh, looking at Ungi's team, it would be much better. Uh, his heavy hitter, Saquon, is out this week, so he's got him on the bench down there. Ah. And he picked up Chuba Hubbard and tossed him right in. So he's got Carolina's running back Chuba Hubbard. I have Carolina's other running back uh Miles Sanders. We're going head to head. Is Miles Sanders okay? Miles Sanders has got the cue right now. As far as I know, he's going to play. But I got to keep an eye on him cuz I don't I don't really know. Cool. We got a nice uh running back matchup. I do think uh Ungi has some big big stars that can go off. I think Deshaun is due for a week. No. And then I think Keenan Allen is going to do. No, no. I'm doing. Mm-mm. Nope. No chance. Nope. You're not a Browns fan. Well, I was talking up uh, the Chargers earlier, but Keenan Allen's not going to do good for them. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. Ungi's team is going to do really bad. <laughs> so I can, I'm just going to speak that into existence. Keep speaking it into existence, buddy. Uh, okay. Let's move on. All right. Dylan versus Tyler. This is a close. What, what the hell is going on right now? Tyler does not have a defense in his starting lineup. I don't think he has a defense on his roster right now. Oh, no, wait. No, he dude, he's missing a flex. A flex? What the hell? What, what kind of game is he playing? Hmm. I don't know. Fucking champ boy's got something going on here. Let me look at this. Because he has Gainwell. 
I know he has Gainwell and IR. When do waivers go through again? I don't know if he has Gainwell on IR. I don't see him down there. Waivers don't go till Tuesday, but if somebody was dropped, then they go on waivers for like one day period. You're not seeing Gainwell on there? No, I just refreshed too. He's popping on. I don't know. Is he listed as out or questionable? He has the Q now, but he's on my phone at showing at IR right across from Cooper Cup on Dylan's team. Weird. That is weird. Let me look on my app on my phone. Anyways. uh, He'll probably put DeAndre Hopkins in there. Yeah, it's currently projected very close, but he doesn't have a flex in there. So as soon as he does, it's going to change things up. Damn. Tyler's Tyler's got the cue bug. I'm going Dylan. Yeah, Tyler the questionable this week. Yeah, you're right. He's got Gainwell on IR. He must have put him down there before. He came back to questionable because, and honestly, he won't be able to, he can't add or drop anybody until he gets that guy off IR. Dude, he's in a bind right now. <laughs> he's got to drop somebody off his, who's he going to start this week? Brandon Cooks? McKinnon? Dude, one, two, three. Four, five, six questionable guys on his roster. Three of them in the starting spot. Yeah, that's crazy. And, oh yeah, because he, you know, I he's scrambling. Dude, we'll he is scrambling. Because he, he, you know, he, I think he can uh, overcome it. But so I you think took he, Dylan. I, I, I also want to take Dylan this week. Okay. All right, Dylan, we're we're backing you, buddy. I mean, Tyler's been good all season. So if, if if there's one week you can take him down, it looks like this week. I mean, two could I, go no, off. Tyler, he's probably going to come in with some stupid ass, crazy sweet uh, flex play. But the thing is, he can't pick anybody up because Gainwell is no longer out. He's he's now listed as questionable. So in order in order for him to drop or in order for him to pick somebody up onto his roster, he's got to have Gainwell out of there. So he's got to drop somebody, move Gainwell out, and then he can bring, then he can add somebody to his roster. So he's in a bind. He doesn't know who to play in flex. That's why it's empty. And and Elijah Mitchell is playing tonight. So, well, now he's now he's stuck. He can't drop Elijah Mitchell. He, dude, what is happening with Tyler's team? Who's he going to play? He must. He must be. He's just going to. He's got a guy. Yeah, he's got a guy. Jarek McKinnon. He's going to play Jarek McKinnon. Or Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is maybe not even playing. He's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I do not know what's going on with this team. We'll see what happens. We both uh, hey, Dylan. Godspeed, uh, Toys R Us. Yeah. I mean, nobody remind him <laughs> that he doesn't have a player in there. All right. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy looking at Tyler's team. All right, we'll go to the last one. This one is Thomas versus Matt. Let's see. Oh, wow, dude. A lot of people have the cube bug. Thomas is uh, lighting up. Thomas is projected 127. And Matt is projected 137. 
Yeah, Thomas has three questionable guys. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, who is in concussion protocol. I do not think he's playing this week. Right. And Brees Hall. I don't know when Brees Hall got the questionable tag, but that's scary. He also has Jacoby Myers. I think he's out with concussion. And Austin Eckler on his bench. Out with the ankle injury. Yeah. That's uh, not good for Thomas. I wonder if he's going to try to get a different quarterback. He might be thinking about it. He also has Nico Collins sitting down there, which you could I would definitely pretty good. Consider playing him, yeah. Why you're not a Dak Prescott fan though? Just doesn't quarterback. really He basically is just a waiver. I, I he just feels like a waiver quarterback. Don't you think he's like just as good as like Danny Dimes? Uh-huh. I think Danny Dimes is better. Wow. Yeah, so if, if anyone in the league is looking for trades, <laughs> my bench. I just don't know about I that. I think he's a superstar. Danny Dimes? Yeah, Danny Dimes. is yeah. The real superstars on the other side, Matt's got Patrick Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, he's got his team looks pretty good this week. Only projected 137, but still. Who are you picking? I don't want to pick Thomas's team. I would have probably picked Thomas's team, but it's but Amon Ra is questionable. Jalen Waddle's questionable. I don't like that. I'm All right, you're going back from Thomas. I think he's fine. No way. Yep. You're just doing that to be different from me. I, no, you, no. You can tell the truth. You don't actually think Thomas's team is good. I'm not saying that I think Oof. they're like a team, but I'm saying this week because I like Dak at Arizona. That's Brees true. Hall fine. Uh, Nico Collins is good, and they play Jacksonville. They'll probably throw a lot. Jets defense versus New England will probably be good this week. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, Waddle. I'm pretty sure Waddle is going to be the change. I don't think. I think all I the. Think other- he, I honestly don't think he's playing. Right. So take him out, and then he's in the protocol. Yeah. Yeah, he could put Nico Collins in. Who's I- good? Yeah, yeah, or DeAndre Swift maybe. Then. All right. So, uh, yeah, that sort of wraps up the week three matchups. We didn't really dive too far into who's starting and who's not, but I think that's all right. We can we can hit it when we evaluate uh, all the matchups in the review. And, and I do like it's kind of hard sometimes because you know, like Tyler's team or. Not play, not doesn't have all their guys in. I know, not like set yet. And sometimes too, when like when I'm sitting there, I'll have like two guys, and I'm thinking about playing for flex. Oh yeah, for sure. I've been debating. It's uh, just today. Josh Kelly got the news that he's that Austin Eckler's not playing, so I I vaulted him back up into my starting lineup, but he wasn't in there most of the week. So we'll see what happens. Oh, what's Christian McCaffrey's playing right now. What's the NFL rule to disclose injuries, like time frame before? Is it? I don't think they have to. Okay. The only, like, I think it's just like, the only thing is once they put them on IR, they're out for minimum four games. I thought there was a rule, uh, like if they have the questionable tag, they have to decide if they're active or inactive at a certain point before the game. Oh, yeah, you're right. They they'll they'll 
mark guys as inactive or active before the game. But I think you can still like call a guy active and not play him. Yeah, right. You know sure. what I mean? But if they did that, then they're eliminating one more guy from like the active roster. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but yeah, I mean you do know before the game whether they're playing or not. This is gonna be a big big week. Week three, we got some guys that are winning. Uh couple of and twos down there. We got some winless teams, and this is a big week. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a winless team right now. And it's it's a you know feels like it's winter go home at this point. Yeah. And if you're you know? two and you want that th- those early wins are if you're two fun. and oh right now, I'll tell you what. It's You're not flipped. a pressure week for you, but if you can bank this week three win like right now, that totally changes your season. Totally changes your season. Same same thing with uh, the no win. Like you got to be feeling right. a little bit. And same with me, even one and one. It's like I, want I can't early. remember after week two last year if, what my record was. I've, I might have been two and zero, oh, but I just know like if you're two and zero, oh, or after this week if you're three and zero. Oh, your roster construction starts to change a little bit. Instead of getting guys off of waivers that you need to play this week, you're getting guys off of waivers that you're stashing basically for weeks you're in build- advance. You're building yep. your team out that way. As an 0-2 team, I need to win right now. So if there's a guy on waivers who's going to give me 15 points this week, I need to fucking do my best to go get that guy. Like that's that's the that's the game I'm playing at this point, and I don't necessarily like that. So we should be able to. Well, I guess it wouldn't work. I'm just I'm what? loving his waiver pick right now, Nick. I'm yeah, dead. shut up, shut up. You want to? Hey, uh, trade me something. Uh, well, that. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know what you could trade. I mean, you can't offer money. That's that becomes collusion, but I don't know. Are you still I, going I guess to... you could trade a player for a waiver order. Yeah, I'm open. <laughs> Imagine if I traded you a guy to jump to the number one in waivers. <laughs> There's dude waivers. That's like what we were talking about last pod. The bench spots. I I, I think that's a good idea limiting or like putting it down to five i mean some people might be annoyed by it but it's like after the first week it's it's just going to be normal at that point you're not going to think about oh i can't believe i can't have one more guy on my bench it's just going to be normal i'm just thinking i mean maybe i'm jumping the gun but just looking at the wave order like think about tyler right now He's got not even a spot filled and the waivers are even free agency. Right. It's important. And, okay. The other thing is like, okay, you have, you have the number one spot in waivers and you're like, yeah, it's strategy. I'm holding that spot. Like for an important waiver guy. If, if we had one less spot on the roster and all the bottom guys on every team got tossed back to waivers, your number one waiver claim will be worth more. You know what I mean? Right now, it's like, oh, yeah, you have the number one waiver claim, but who you really want to get? Like, who no. are you really going to get? You know what I mean? 
it just makes it worth more. I don't know. I think it's 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 more useful for like a Jerome Ford situation if he wasn't picked up. You know, there's going to be injuries. Stuff's going to happen. Good so guys. in the league that I, we only have four bench spots. Yeah, we have 14 teams in the league. But we only have one flex and we have one tight end. So we end up having the same number of starters as our league. Does that make sense? And it's like a bunch of old guys who play old fashioned fantasy and like they don't make trades. Typically, they're not like doing a lot of moves on waivers. Since we made the change, waivers are so active. You know what I mean? You can only hold four guys on your bench. So if somebody gets hurt, like yep. you have to consider cutting them. It just, it's like, and then guys appear on waivers who you're like, wow, can't believe. Holy shit. Know, but, I- hey can't hold everybody on your team that's just the way it goes i just think it's uh, honest to be more competitive eric i love looking at fantasy shit i just stare at my phone right. so if i had to need to make more moves that'd be cool but i we'd have to look at it league vote. yeah i don't know there's something to be said to have having like a somewhat deep bench like this it's easier right. to play like a long con type of game where you can set yourself up in the draft for the end of the season if, if you draft, you know, smart, but it definitely, the less bench spots you have, the more it lends itself to like making moves and making trades and, and playing waivers more. That's another thing. Trades. I, I think the way we have it set up right now, there's still a strategy to it. It can just be frustrating if you get hurt. There's definitely a strategy. Yeah. I am. It's at bottom line is most of fantasy is luck. I mean, it just is like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of, you can, yeah, you can sway it both ways. And like, obviously the more, you know, the better you are, but even still, there's still like a lot of luck involved. You can't, it's just luck or lack of luck when these players get hurt, like Nick Chubb getting hurt. That has right. nothing to do with Tyler's fantasy skill level, you know? So, anyways. Uh, speaking of trades, week three, start a trade season. So, let's get these. Everybody get in the kitchen, start cooking up some trades. I, myself, will not be trading this season. I have been firmly shamed off the trading block. Um, Why? People last year thought I was maybe too aggressive with my trade offers. Oh, I, I remember that. Making, you were offering junk, weren't you? Or something? Well, you can say I was offering junk, but I completed more trades than anyone else in the league last year. Boom. So there Ball. you go. Well, I'm just saying, it's like three guys accepted trades. They didn't think it was junk when they accepted them. Pretty sure. Hey, you were one of them. And I, it actually did work out for me for that week. Made the playoffs. So there you go. I'm just saying it's like it also it's my duty as a commissioner to try to get things you know active. Yeah. So if, if somebody's gonna start if if, if people are gonna be bashful about starting to make trade offers and shit and someone's just gotta get the ball rolling, then I guess I'll be the martyr to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you know, you might at some point it's gonna land. I don't know what what you're offering because you didn't offer me anything yet, Nick, but well, not this season. I haven't officially made any trade offers this season. I've 
floated a couple. I asked some guys if they were interested in trading so-and-so. But like I said, I was really going to consider shopping Josh Allen until Anthony right. Richardson got the concussion. And I've since reevaluated and I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a recluse. I want to be a hermit this season. No one's going to get my guys off my roster. I'm not trading with anybody. I don't know why Nick, but I don't believe you. <laughs> Dude, tomorrow you're going to have like 30 minutes of free time and I'm going to get a text like, Hey, I'll trade you uh Lamar Jackson for my bench guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Come on. It's also, it's like, I mean, Haggerty there, but I mean, there's, come on. You're saying we have a lot of time left. People will say it's lack of integrity to offer a flex or a bench player for like a starting running back or receiver. It's not lack of integrity. It's simply, you got to start somewhere. If you're dumb enough to hit accept, then you're dumb enough to hit accept like that. Don't put it on me for, for offering the offer. I know. I agree with that. But like, so what you want me to offer you? You want me to make like the best offer in the fucking world? You want me to offer you Christian McCaffrey and Josh Allen for somebody? It's like, no, that, that's not where we're gonna start. Like, uh, into like building blocks, and you're looking for rebuttals, counter right. offers. That's the th- the, the only way to actually make trades work legitimately is if both sides are like put, giving input. Right. If I make three or four offers and you just say no, 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 no. We're, we're obviously not going to make a trade, but if you at least take a little bit of time to like send me back another offer, then we're talking and then like you can make something happen from there. Oh, I, you know, I feel you. So yeah, all, I mean, all I'm saying is fuck me and I'm not going to be offering anybody any trade offers. There you go. I don't, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Oh, we're going to get, we're eventually going to have to get in the lab. Come on. Sure, I'll get in the lab. I'm not, I'm not cooking for anybody else. Well, okay, fine. I'm gonna start trade requesting the shit out of you. Denied. See what happens. Denied. <laughs> Denied. No, I, I agree with you though. I think I love trades. Getting the ball rolling is a good thing. I mean, all I'm saying is don't be offended. Like, you gotta offer something. Like, you know, if 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 you're truly offended then send me back an egregious offer back. Like, if that's... You know what I mean? Like, hit for cat. Right. Anyways. Colin? Going to Notre Dame. Game I am going Notre Dame game. Ohio State really? Notre Dame. Yep. And then next cool. week is Columbus, baby. Let's do it. We'll work, we'll work trip. Yep, we'll work trip. All right, Colin, thanks for getting on and doing this quick pod. Thanks for hanging out. Everyone else, thanks for joining in as always. And until next time, peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.